headlines around Worldwide Wrestling of the World. This is Dr. Worm. Let's inch straight into these headlines. A surprise is in store for the current hide-and-seek champ. Rado defeats Victor Young in what is an epic contest. There is a tag match, the Trace Hombres versus the Baker Boys. We got to see Berserker get a hardcore beatdown. And there is a big announcement from Assistant Chair Angelo Nardelli. And now, let's go to Scabbard. Good evening, everybody. I'm Scabbard. But before we go any further, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LegitWWW. And now, here are the highlights from this week's episode of Monday Night Ignite. Monday Night Ignite began this week with something of a surprise match for almost everyone involved. Current hide-and-seek champ Acapella was backstage and singing to himself as he almost is always doing. I guess this drew just a little bit too much attention because seemingly out of nowhere, Behave appeared in the hallway with a ref in tow. He blindsided Acapella, using his brute strength to dominate the smaller opponent. Before you knew it, Acapella was nearly unconscious in the hallway, and Behave got a three count from the ref he brought with him. Behave gave a big smile to the camera and dashed down the hallway with his new belt. Let's just hope that Behave takes the hide and seek belt a bit more seriously than Acapella. He doesn't draw that kind of attention to himself. This will certainly be an entertaining championship to watch change hands. The second match of the night saw rising superstar Rado square off against former worldwide champ Victor Young and what we thought was the most exciting match of the night. It was an important match, as the winner gets a spot in the Summit Slam Tournament, the upcoming pay-per-view. We really appreciated that Rado had a few minutes before Victor Young came out to cut a promo, as we haven't actually heard much about this up-and-comer. While we all love watching him wrestle, hearing his motivation behind it all only made him more over with the fans. To us, his mountain-climbing origins were obvious, but we had no idea that he is so hell-bent on getting back to Colorado. We're not sure why he thinks joining the WWW is the only way to accomplish this goal, but he seems pretty adamant about it. It sounds like he has his sights set on next month's pay-per-view, Summit Slam, as a way to achieve this. Once Victor Young came out, it became obvious that this was going to be a timeless match. Victor Young is an incredible technical wrestler, holding the prestigious Worldwide Championship for over six months. After his loss of the title to Time Tanker a few weeks ago, things have not been looking good for the former champ, who also lost a match to Lanch. He came out red-hot against Rado, fighting with an urgency to end the match on his terms and get some redemption. Rado held tight, though, and despite taking some serious punishment from Victor Young, managed to always kick out of the pins. Each wrestler landed some huge hits and big moves, like when Victor Young hit Rado with a Super DDT from the top turnbuckle onto the ring apron, the hardest part of the ring. Rado kept fighting back though, landing big moves of his own. Powering up with his mountain climber, Rado pulled off the win and earned his invite to Summit Slam. 
Victor Young has now lost three consecutive matches, and he should probably reevaluate his life. Next up, we had a very impressive showing for the Trace Hombres, bouncing back from their most recent loss with a pinfall victory over the Baker Boys. Make no mistake, the Baker Boys from Drury Lane held their own, but the Trace Hombres were hungry for the win. If the Hombres can keep this momentum up, they will certainly give the reigning tag champs, Time Killers, something to worry about. After the match, the Baker Boys cut a promo on the Hombres as they left the ring, asking only one question. Well, rather, yelling this one question repeatedly at the Hombres. Do you know the Baker Boys? The Baker Boys from Drury Lane? Do you know the Baker Boys? The Baker Boys from Drury Lane? Do you know the Baker Boys? The Baker Boys from Drury Lane? Do you know the Baker Boys? The Baker Boys from Drury Lane? Do you know the Baker Boys? The Baker Boys from Drury Lane. The night ended on a wild note, with hardcore matchup between the maniacally violent Berserker and the mysterious newcomer Time Tanker. Looking back on the match, it seems like there were signs from the very beginning as to the outcome. Berserker made his way to the ring through his amped up pyrotechnics, but all throughout his ring intro, he seemed to be adjusting the laces on his boots, which would ultimately lead to his demise. Before Berserker even had a chance to finish fixing up his boots, which wouldn't be for the last time, the lights went out and a crawling fog filled the arena. The spotlight hit the entrance ramp, but when the lights came on, Time Taker appeared not in the spotlight, but at the crowd entrance two sections away from the ramp. He made his way to the ring, carrying with him his broken down robot and what appeared to be an enormous wooden mallet. Before entering the ring and starting the match, he exclaimed to the crowd, he brought this mallet back with him from his most recent voyage to Agent Wessex. These brawl-out hardcore matches are usually Berserker's specialty, but he just seemed off his game for this one. While he wasn't telegraphing his moves by any stretch, Time Taker just seemed to always be in the right place at the right time. On top of that, it definitely looked like Berserker had some malfunctioning gear in his boots. It almost seemed like the laces were too short, and he just couldn't get them tightened properly. With Berserker frequently adjusting his boots, and Time Taker skillfully dodging and reversing his attacks, the night did not go well for Berserker. He had several missed chair shots, and even a missed senton from the top of the ladder to the outside of the ring, which looked real painful. In the end, Time Tanker did his robot power-up, and while Berserker was once again tightening his laces, Time Tanker took his ancient mallet to the skull of Berserker and got a win. Well, folks, in this business, veterans eventually have to retire to make way for the new men and women of the ring to keep the story and the business going. We here at the podcast wanted to pull back the curtain just a little bit to let you in on one rookie's journey from the beginning. Here's the latest installment in our continuing series with WWW's latest signee, Mike Moore. All right, checking in again with Mike Moore backstage. Mike, some exciting news that I think our, our listeners will like to hear is that you I know you have you have teamed up with Roshan Boom to form American Cream. That's right. And and and, and uh, yeah, excited. Yeah, I'm not excited. Yeah, I'm excited. How'd you guys team this up? This is really well, Mr. Roshan Boom, uh, he saw me in the dressing room last week. He had heard the last bit we did. He just kind of walked up to me. I was uh drinking a fresca and he leaned over and he said, um, God, American cream. 
And I looked up and I said, I don't know what that means. And then he responded, American cream. It's the new tag team. His rhyming skills were off the charts. And this is the guy I need to learn from because, you know, I have a lot of words, but they're not connecting so well. We started talking and, you know, I talked about my time in Michigan and he didn't know where that was. And that was cool. And and he never said he wrestled before, but he mostly did the talking and I just could kind of look at him handsome again. These wrestlers in this league are not not handsome. I'll put it that way. And basically he said, um, look, my last partner uh, broke his leg. And, and I said, that's terrible. But um, that's really cool for me because I would love to be part of American Cream. It's really I cannot believe this opportunity. It's been almost a month really ready to get in that ring. I think I've been patient and, you know, getting the good words out there. You know, the people know my name now. They know Got More. Are you getting a response from people? I mean, I I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen you on TV and I I don't believe I've seen you at house shows, but you're getting a response. People know who you are. Let me ask you a question. What's more than 72? 73. Exactly. That's how many likes I have on my Facebook page. Okay. That's more than I've ever had. So that was that really sounds like encouraged. a phrase too. It's more than I've ever had. Oh my hold on one second. Just got more say it again more time. That's more than I've ever had. That's more than I ever expected. Got it. Next week you've actually got your first match. You are scheduled for a hurricane tag match between the Baker Boys, Trace Ombres, Rancho Randos, and you guys, American Cream. How does that feel, man? Mike, are you still there? Mike? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just blacked out for a minute. I cannot tell you what this feels like. This feels like summer of 2014. Just amazing. So I got to keep my emotions where they should be, which is in my heart, which is really important because that's what fuels our arms and our legs when we wrestle. So uh, I uh, I heard about the Hurricane Tag Team extravaganza. I've been studying these these other crews, the Rancho Randos, the Baker Boys, the Trace Hombres, formidable opponents, let me say that. But I'm not going to reverse toot my own horn, as in I'm not going to not toot my own horn and say that they better look out. Uh, Rosham Boom and Mike Moore are going to give you a taste of their cream. That felt good. Did that sound good? That was probably your best one so far, if I'm being honest. Give me a taste of that little cream. If it doesn't steam, doesn't seem like cream. The first one was better. The first one was better, right? Yeah, the first one sounds American cream. Got it. Have you guys been doing any practice in ring at all? I have been working out, and uh, Rosham Boom lets me hang out with him on Fridays. I've been watching him in the ring a lot, and he's very good. But you yourself haven't gotten into the ring with your tag partner. He's kind of said to, I mean, and I get it, you should jump rope. So I've been kind of, you know, getting it together like that. He's been sparring, and it's been just a real learning experience. This will be your soundbite for the radio. See you ringside. And we're going to leave it there, and we're going to send it back to Dr. Worm. Mike Moore, you heard it here first. He's got his first match next week on Monday Night Ignite. Thank you, Mike. It's going to be a moratorium. Thanks again, Scabbard, for a really fantastic interview with Mike Moore. You are welcome. I just cannot wait to see this Tybo expert in the ring. All right, he's not a Tybo expert. He's just... Expert. He's not Expert. A, he just learned in the craft of Tybo. Well, I wish I could say I was disappointed, but I'm always disappointed when it comes to Mike Moore. <sighs>
Upsetting news this week, if you're one of the WWW superstars, the regularly planned holiday leave from mid-December through January has been suspended. Assistant Chairperson Angelo Nardelli announced this week that due to the increased demand of professional wrestlers who can, quote, do their damn job, end quote, the company will not allow its wrestlers the time off for the winter holidays. This breaks with tradition going all the way back to the beginning of the WWW. This is typically time for WWW stars to recuperate and enjoy time off with their families. This shows just where the priorities are for worldwide wrestling of the world management. Things have really sped up in the new stadium saga for the WWW. Last week we learned that land was purchased in rural New Mexico, and we've just found out that the WWW has a contract signed with Swedish giant IKEA for the stadium construction. We're certainly not experts in construction or engineering these types of projects, but we were unaware that IKEA usually does this type of work. Let's just hope the WWW management knows what they're doing. A brief statement was issued about this project, with the undertone being that lots of money will be saved by this collaboration with IKEA, instead of using a more traditional contractor. We'll see what the future holds for this new stadium and mystery event. This week's episode is being brought to you by Paint. Enjoy it inside and out. Paint. It's all around you. And that was another exciting episode of Monday Night Ignite. Scabbard, let's talk real quick about the Trace Hombres. Their first match debut was a loss. They got this win now against the Baker boys. What does this mean for them and for the WWW? I think for, for them, it's good. I think they are certainly on a, a, an impressive trajectory to give the time killers a run for their money. I still question, though, are the Baker boys a true litmus test for the tag belts? Yeah, they're no slouches. They definitely are impressive in the ring at times. I don't know. It seems like a, a relatively easy win for the Trace Hombres, but they were impressive nonetheless. That's fair. Uh, the Baker boys can be good when they're good. They can also be pretty terrible when they're off. So it will be interesting to see what really happens, I guess. I haven't seen haven't seen what I'm looking for yet, and I'll know it well, when I see it. Well, speaking of interest, we've got the Summit Slam pay-per-view coming up in a few weeks. Um, let's talk a little bit about that, give it a little brief, real brief overview about it and uh, what kind of things you're looking forward to there. You know, the first ever Summit Slam in 95 was held at the Denver International Airport. A, a great airport, by the way. It's a good airport to hold a wrestling pay-per-view, too. It's big. It's, it's a maze. I mean, that great tagline, you know, nothing could ever summit Summit Slam 95. I mean, that's just on the map, man. That that pay-per-view set the standard for Summit Slam to become really one of the big four in WWW. So it's a it's a staple. It really is. So it's a big deal that that we're coming up to it in the next few weeks. And um, I don't know, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a one hell of a show. I mean, the last few in the last few years haven't been their best, but they've certainly not been the worst shows I've ever seen. I've, I've, I've definitely been entertained while they were putting them on. So uh, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling this year is going to be really special. I can't explain why. I don't know why. I just, just a feeling. That's good. I like that. And, and it's also always nice to be back in Colorado. I feel some sort of connection that WWW has to the mountains and to the air. And it's just a really great feeling to be back there. And I, I'm looking forward to that aspect at the very least. Now, uh, let's touch a little bit more on this new stadium saga. Let's really break it down. We've got a contractor. Huge, huge news. Me, personally, I had no idea that IKEA did this sort of thing. Neither did I. 
people like IKEA, you know, it's a it's a it's a cool thing, yeah. but I've never heard of them building a stadium, so it'll be really interesting to see where this partnership goes. Is this going to be known as the IKEA Stadium or is this just an IKEA built stadium? I don't know. Maybe it'll be the you know, the worldwide wrestling of the world stadium by IKEA, maybe like a little tag at the end, you know, or I can't imagine that it would be IKEA Stadium. Who knows? I mean, there's certainly worse stadium names out there. Um, I'm just curious what the hell it's gonna be made out of, how long it's gonna take for it to be built. I have no idea what this thing is going to turn into. So this story has been becoming really fascinating from week to week. I'm at a loss for words, honestly, because you've got uh, you've got this company that is mainly you know build-it-yourself furniture and meatballs and like cheap food that's good. Great meatballs. I wouldn't be opposed to going to a stadium and then getting IKEA IKEA meatballs. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Now you're speaking my language. I think they do churros, maybe? Yeah, Hmm. yeah. So, I mean, they would have the food covered in the stadium. It would be cool to go to a sporting event where where the food isn't astronomical. You know, so it'd be cool to have like a whole bucket full of meatballs. I don't know, man. Again, is my seat going to fall apart? Is it all going to be put in with like, hand allen wrenches or or what i mean i don't know like what i'm just curious well how this thing's gonna play out yeah i guess we're gonna have to wait and see i'm a little curious i'm a little scared but either way it's gonna happen one way or another okay well uh, it was another exciting week of wrestling this is the worldwide wrestling of the world podcast that was scabbard i am dr worm and we're out is that the catchphrase i said it i said we're out so is that the catchphrase that's the catchphrase we're out Yeah.